This is On The Left Side, the alternative football show. Step out of line, you won't play. You don't run, you won't play. If you don't do the training and you're not fit enough, you don't play. Welcome, I'm Jim and this is your regular ride through the latest funny football news. It is nice to have you on board. But what a week it's been. We are, of course, in the middle of yet another week of international football, with England playing some very, very, very vital important friendlies against Brazil and Germany. Seriously, I actually think this is a great idea. It's great for the three Lions to be put to the test against opposition that are far superior in skill, talent, determination and tactics. Not least because at least it lets the rest of us know what it's really like to be a Crystal Palace fan. In other news, Alan Shearer has demanded that Arsene Wenger apologises to Raheem Sterling after the Arsenal manager made this allegation against the Man City winger on Sunday after his team's loss to the Blues. It was a provoked uh, penalty by uh, Sterling. We know that he dives well. He does that very well. Personally, I don't know what all the shock is about. We all know that Sterling has been continuously falling ever since Brexit was announced. And West Ham have jumped on board the managerial merry-go-round and swapped Slaven Bilic for David Moyes, a man who, had he not been sacked, would have one year to run still on his initial Manchester United contract. The West Ham fans don't seem all that happy by the appointment, but I thought all they really cared about was playing the West Ham way. And with a CV that contains disappointing results, unfulfilled potential, relegation battles and poor transfer activity, I would have said Moyes was pretty much the expert in the West Ham way. Slaven Bilic is just the latest manager to lose his job in a season where the sackings seem to be coming thicker and faster than usual. But for all the failures and the fly-by-nights, some managers have real staying power. Managers with amazing talents, managers with God-given abilities, managers who have a knowledge of the game far deeper than most of us could only dream of. And we are joined by one of those on today's podcast. Not just an expert football manager either, but a record breaker. Welcome to On The Left Side, Seb Keenan. Hi there, Jim. How are you doing? Very well, thanks. Firstly, Seb, uh, I'm going to let you tell us what your epic achievement was. So um, I've broken the Guinness World Record for the longest single game of Football Manager. I've played 170 consecutive seasons on uh, Football wow. Manager 2010. 170 seasons. As, I'm assuming as the same character as the same manager. Same manager, yeah. He's got to 100 years old and stayed at 100 years old for oh, right. <laughs> well, the rest of eternity. My first question is, are you okay? I mean, like, really, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> It's a good question and it's a question many people have asked, but um, yeah, I'm absolutely fine, thanks. I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it. How long did it take in real time? How many hours of gameplay is that? So I think it roughly equates to about six months uh, spread over seven years. Do you regret that in any way? Do you look back and go, I could have spent that time better or is for you these 170 seasons spent on Chat Manager, is that the pinnacle? You know, yeah, I don't regret it at all. I mean, I've definitely been doing other things. I haven't just been locked in a basement playing football manager. So <laughs> it's sort of, <laughs> it's time spent wisely on the on the side of my day to day life. So how do you find out that you'd broken the record? Were you conscious that you were edging closer to it, or 
was it just something that popped up out of nowhere? I knew I was obviously played it for a long time and got a lot of seasons. And then I think it was this time last year, I noticed that a guy called Darren Bland mm. had uh, broken the world record, well, this exact record. So knuckled down and, and got a few more seasons under my belt. Did he stop playing when he'd achieved the record then? Has he given up now? Story has it that he spilt water on his laptop oh. and could no longer play. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Are you going to carry on so no one can do what you did and sort of gazump his record? Well, I've definitely um, calmed down a bit since since I have broken the record. But um, if anyone is challenging the record, I'm here with the game game ready to go. It won't be beaten anytime soon. You're not going to hit that retire button? No, no, definitely not just yet. What's your biggest achievement in Football Manager? It has to be uh, recently winning the Champions League with Oxford United uh, for the last seven years in a row. Impressive. And having the Real Madrid and Barcelona stadiums named after me. Wow. Have, have, you, have you found, because I know you get the regens of players, have you found another Seb Keenan in the game? No, it's a very good question. I haven't. I do often look out for Keenans and no matter their level, I'll, I'll sign them up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've never come across a, a Seb Keenan. And I've never, I've never seen another sort of David Beckham. There's never been another Wayne Rooney. Okay. Or Ryan Giggs. It's a pretty realistic game. So what has happened to the likes of players now who are kind of maybe reaching the middle of their career, like Wayne Rooney? What yeah. has happened to them in the game? Have they carried on? Have they achieved great things? Has he yeah, gone so- and off with another Instagram model in a Beatle? <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> it doesn't go into that much detail, unfortunately. Um, the, the last sort of player from sort of our real life generation that I noticed was, was Wayne, Wayne Rooney becoming the Plymouth Argyle assistant manager and subsequently ret- retiring from that role. But that's probably uh, 100, 100 seasons ago in, in, in the game. So I imagine Ryan Giggs probably put his hat in for that job as well, but then decided at the last minute he didn't want it. <laughs> Most certainly. I've seen, I think I've seen him in real life up for the Everton job, so yeah. alongside me as well. Well, so, so I was going to mention this, because it's, <laughs> it's a realistic game, and you've won the Champions League with Oxford, and so far, I mean, yeah. you look at the likes of Man City and the money they've spent, they've not won the Champions League yet. You've done it with Oxford. You're up for the Everton job, odds of 2,000 for one for that. You're up for the Sunderland job, odds of 1,000 for one for that, which are both shorter odds than were given to Leicester City winning the league. I mean, let's face it, you're you're a Champions League winner. You're not going to lower yourself by going to Everton or Sunderland, are you? I know, but uh, my roots in management lie in in getting clubs in sort of uh, desperate need of attention and bringing them to the the Champions League and the Premier League. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) I like a challenge and we'll see what happens. Well, if you like a challenge, then surely Sunderland (laughs) has got a bit of place to go. There is a challenge. So finally, would you say you're addicted to the game? Um, I like to use the word dedication, Jim. So so I'm very dedicated to the game. All right. Well, I've got a little test to find out whether you are addicted or not or whether it is dedication. (laughs) The boffins on the left side have come up with a special litmus test to see how in the game are you. It's a few questions. You can answer yes and no to them and see what kind of level you come to, okay? Okay. First question. Have you ever put on a suit for a cup final game and given an imaginary team talk to your team in your bedroom? Uh, Yes. Yes, good, good. (laughs) It's not started well for you. (laughs) Next question. Have you ever called in sick for work because your team was going through a bad patch and you needed to focus on moving them forward? No. Okay, that's good. Have you ever built up a true hatred for a player in real life because of the way he behaved or performed within the game of Football Manager? Yes, very much so. (laughs) 
it's sort of whole clubs as well, not just just players. So I think Notts County was my uh, enemy <laughs> for quite a while. Final one. Has a relationship ever broken down because you just loved Football Manager more? No. You, you seem to have a good balance there, Seb, because the worrying thing is every single one of those questions I can truthfully answer yes to. So <laughs> you're, you're less addicted than me, but you're certainly more successful. <laughs> well done, Seb. It's been an absolute honour to speak to you. A true legend of football, not just football manager and a record breaker or two. So congratulations. Thanks, Jim. Now go outside for a bit. Meet your mates. Watch a film. <laughs> go to the pub. Just do something. Do something that's not play it, football yeah. manager. All right, mate. Cheers for coming on. Thank you. Cheers, Jim. Thanks very much. Right, that's your lot for this episode of On The Left Side. We'll be back on Monday, no doubt chatting about the steaming slice of international football we've just experienced. Make sure you've hit subscribe so you can get that episode and all the future ones as soon as it's ready. And follow us on Twitter, at On The Left Side. I will see you on the interweb. Bye-bye. Now, where did I put that copy of Football Manager? On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio.